0: Hello, everyone, again. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is November the 20th, 2019. Strong hand conviction. That's what i got to say about today. All right. Hello, my elite friends. YouTube just kicked me off for like a second there, so I got to welcome you twice. So I'll say hello, my elite friends again. Yes, it is November the 20th, and a year ago, uh, the price was crashing down to $3,000, and people were worried. I got on a plane from Santiago, Chile. To more Maryland, to come home for Thanksgiving. And unfortunately, upon my arrival, I found out that my father had suddenly died. Um, and it was just out of the blue. And my life, uh, but we persevere in life. We persevere in life. I keep getting kicked off here. Somebody doesn't want me to talk about this. I don't know. No, pound that like button, people. We persevere like bad things happen. Look, life goes on. It wasn't $3,000. It was $3,000 for a while. That's in the past. We had the low of the cycle. I went through some drastic changes in my life. The family survived. We're doing it, conviction, it takes conviction. So bad things happen in your life, bad things happen with the price of Bitcoin. I just wanted to start that off that way today, just to remind you, a lot can change in the year. You're gonna have bad things happen in your life. Bitcoin price is gonna panic, it's gonna go down sometimes, don't panic. You can get through any obstacle, persevere, strong hand, conviction, it's all about a conviction. And I wanna remind everyone, a new show every day you get here. That's my system, even during bad times, in terms of you know personal life or whatever, and again, I I take everything. This last year, it has been a learning experience this past year, and I'm a stronger person, and my hand is even stronger. So let's let's get it on with this show. Uh, YouTube keeps cutting off, uh, out on me. That's very unfortunate. So we're gonna have to keep a couple windows. We'll be back in Baltimore soon with the family because Thanksgiving's coming up and uh, the connection will be better there. So keep on pounding that like button and eating, what, eating berries. I picked uh, I picked berries this morning. All righty. Um, and if you need a positive, uh, more positive, go to my uh, sportsmeister.com. I have uh, the, the podcaster there. There's an audio only one there you'll get there, only there. Because it's audio. Okay, let's talk about Andrew Yang. Uh, I didn't watch the debates. I didn't even know there was a debate. Pound that like button. But there was a debate. And I don't know if he talked about cryptocurrency there. But he just released on his site. Okay. And then uh, uh, something about technology. All right. Technology discussion. Where he discusses cryptocurrency and regulation. But he he goes on and he talks about interfering in all sorts of uh, technological uh, companies. And you can read the whole thing below, but the the obviously the crypto article is only focused on the Bitcoin and the what he said there. So I'll read you a little bit and give you my thought. Now, I don't think – he's got good intentions. He thinks government makes a difference and can help things. It, it, it really doesn't help. And he's kind of down. He attacks some technology companies, makes them – tries to guilt them a little bit. So I'm not, I'm not down with that. But he does say – He says that the Senate hearings were embarrassing, and uh, his congressmen, our congresspeople, are not very knowledgeable when it comes to uh, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. And I think we we can all uh, – during the Zuckerberg uh, hearings, whatever you want to call it. But he says – so I agree with him on that. uh, He wants to provide clarity on cryptocurrency regulations. Yang plans to – Define which federal agencies have regulatory power. Now he talks about Andrew Yang talks about uh, starting some more government agencies to regulate technology. I'm definitely uh, not a fan for that uh, of that. Uh, Federal agencies have a regulatory power over crypto, provide for consumer protection and clarify the tax implications of owning and selling and trading cryptocurrencies. All right. Clarifying the tax, the, the tax uh, implications, that would be a good thing. That's, that's my best takeaway, the most positive takeaway I have from what he said. So let's talk about the IRS for a second here. They're worried about ATMs all of a sudden, like in third world countries, because you can like buy $200 worth of crypto or $200 worth of Bitcoin in some ATM halfway across the world. I think it's a sign that they don't they don't have their priorities in order when it comes to uh, cryptocurrency. And one hand might not know what the other hand is doing. I think it's good. Uh, I, you know, if if they want to spread themselves that thin, let them worry about ATMs. They might they also trying to make themselves seem really big trying to make themselves uh, seem bigger than they are. The IRS is also trying to make itself seem bigger than it really is to to appear scary and worldwide. And and you should worry about the IRS, but uh, they should really be more concerned about clarifying the, uh, the, the tax situation in the United States than trying to shut down uh, ATMs all over the world, Bitcoin ATMs all over the world. But hey, whatever do what they're gonna do. Uh, the great Zach Bull, who will be on this week in Bitcoin on Friday, and he's gonna talk about um, how to get a job in crypto. Oh my god! Oh my god! Insider type of information, people, with Zach Bull on Friday at this week on this week in Bitcoin. Zach Bull will be talking. But anyway, here's a tweet for of him from him talking about Bitcoin ATMs. Uh, I'm really glad the IRS is investigating compliance issues for Bitcoin ATMs because that's definitely a critical regulatory priority for an agency with limited manpower that barely understands forks. Uh, yeah, you sum it up pretty well there. Pound that like button, dude. Um, all right, let's talk about this Wall Street Journal article that a few of you may be familiar with. Uh, it's about American Express. Amex or Amex, A- A- you can call them. And David Nage actually notified me about this because I follow him on Twitter. He says, Amex, American Express, is paying up to get businesses to accept its card. Card company is offering thousands of dollars in sign-up bonuses to close the gap with Visa and MasterCard. Now that might be what they're saying. And they, they, hey, they're competing that way. In the world of Bitcoin that we are about to enter, the, and when people start spending Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, and again, I'm offended by selling, I'm offended by selling, but eventually people are going to start spending all sorts of cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, whatever you want to say, um, I'm not going to spend, but uh, the way these car companies are going to compete is exactly what we're seeing right here. They will pay, they will pay uh companies to, to accept their card, like, uh, accept us over Bitcoin, we're, we're better than, I mean, they're going to have to bribe people. They're going to have to bribe people because, again, their fees are higher than Bitcoin. So we, we can expect uh, this trend to intensify once uh, crypto payments uh, really hit the scene. And who knows? Who knows when that uh, actually will be? I'm not holding my breath. And again, I am uh, I am offended by selling anyway. Moving on, but but that is that's something to uh, to you know that Amex and Visa and Mastercard they got a lot of tricks up their sleeves. Don't think they're not going to go down without a fight here, uh, because people will realize like I should I should take cryptocurrency over. I you, you have to pay you know when you're a vendor you have to pay like two percent fees, uh, but so they might be tempted short term thinking by like well oh, Visa gives me five thousand dollars to. To have a logo here and accept it, then I then I will, then I will accept it. Let him compete. I'm not complaining. I'm pounding that like button. Point.com got a part of it. he said partially he said that. So that sounds like a gimmick. Um he's trying to give the stuff away. It's still better than uh, <laughs> it's still better than the Boulevard. And again, there are articles now coming up how he's like okay with people using the dollar for all you dollar haters out there uh so and he is a dollar hater but he even admits that the dollar is better than his nonsense so it, but i'm gonna read you what mauricio has told me and it also it linked to below is like the, the the long video in spanish where he is trying to confuse people and hype up that the petro bigger make it seem bigger than it really is kind of like the irs well, but anyway so the, here, uh, Mauricio says they have designated additional, this is what uh, he's claiming, the, the leader of Venezuela. They have designated additional resources in the form of barrels, I, I assume, of oil to back the petro operations. Um, the, the actual announcement was an hour long and it had the president and members of top cabinets, of the top cabinet at Sunacrip headquarters. They showed Petro servers, which look like Antminer S9s, and I'm pretty sure the Petro should have no ASICs. I'm planning to do more digging and confusing confusion. confusion. Um, uh, Maduro also said the top technology in the world is in Venezuela. Venezuela is all in on crypto. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. He's confusing people. I mean, he's he's playing the long game here, trying to – Trying to stretch things out, trying to make it seem better. The situation is better than it really is. Use, use his nonsense. Uh, believe in his nonsense. Centralized cryptocurrency that sort of exists called the Petro. Ooh. Oh, here is a. Uh, so I, I received a very nice email, uh, and I'll read it on this interesting day. And you can email me too at adam at adamatransporthealth.com. You can send me a chat. Uh, okay, good. Everybody's uh, people people enjoy. Guys, if you have questions, please. I, I forgot to say that at the beginning of the show. If you have questions, type in your questions. Do a super chat. Type in. Uh, you have to type in Bitcoin Meister, so I see it actually. Uh, people are talking about uh, Andrew Yang. All right, good. Let's let's move on to this very nice email I received inspirational email. When I feel down, your enthusiasm lifts my spirits. When I feel weak, your strong hand strengthens my mindset. When I feel alone and questioning my choices, you remind me of the value of being a 20%er and the long-term benefits which delayed gratification brings. That is very flattering. so thank thank you very much. I'm glad I can inspire and get people's hands stronger and to get you know if you're ever feeling down and you want to get energized, watch these videos at disruptmeister.com. It's natural energy, baby. You gotta love life. You gotta you gotta love being alive, baby. It's uh, uh yes, <laughs> so it's awesome, man. We're about to enter this golden age, and it's it's unfortunate that not everyone gets to uh, enter the 2020 golden age, you know. That's life, though. So if you're to stay healthy, people, yeah. Another health tip: I try to do that. A little teeny clove. It's good. It's good for you. It's something to do. Mix you up. Spices up your life. Spices up your breath. Makes the ladies like you. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Okay. So <laughs> the following. Oh, there's an article about CoinDesk. CoinDesk. Did I include this? Oh yeah. CoinDesk says uh, Fincen stable coin issuers are money transmitters no matter what and the funny thing is most of the stable coins out there they probably are like yes FinCEN, please regulate us call us money transmitters we will follow all your rules we will comply we'll be happy to comply because they want tether to go away i mean they they know tether will not comply they want the, they want that to go away so, and, they're, and they're big names. There are big names behind these stable coins, like uh, the Winklevine. So of course they're going to comply and they're not going to object to FinCEN saying that stable coin issuers are money transmitters. I think it's nonsense. I think it's absolutely nonsense. Anyone should be able to create a stable coin if they want to. And again, I think why people value their wealth in stable coins, it's, it's you know, that's ridiculous on, on my, all too. But we live, people should be able to, should be free to value their wealth in stable coins. Uh, I think the intense regulation that is being implied here is nonsense, but it's partially going to, it's going to be cheered on by some of these stable coin guys to get rid of tech. So guys don't trade, <laughs> that, that's a better one. Okay. We got, we got a, a question here in the chat, just January international Bitcoin month to spread Bitcoin awareness. Hey, I think that's a great time for international Bitcoin month to spread Bitcoin awareness because that's proof of keys. Uh, Trace Mayer's proof of keys is January 3rd. So they spread the word people international Bitcoin month is going to be the first month of that golden age of the, of the 2020s. Oh, that's a great way to kick it off. That's a real great way to kick it off. All right. Thank you for that question. Keep on. I love when people ask questions, man. I love this spur of the moment type of stuff. You never know what you're going to get. People enjoy this further moment stuff. Moving on. Um, we talked about uh, stablecoin compliance. So the fo- we, talk- we mentioned Coinbase. Well, no, I didn't mention Coinbase yet. I mentioned Gemini and Winkleby, But uh, the, this guy, the following quote is from a guy who works at Coinbase of all places. And it just shows that big boy, the big boys, and this is where the big boys play, value their wealth in Bitcoin more so than Ethereum. Again, this is a Coinbase employee that says this, Bitcoin's collateral economy is much larger than Ethereum's. Bitcoin is the primary form of collateral for derivative markets that have cleared more than a trillion dollars in annual trading volume. Similarly, Genesis Capital shows time and time again that Bitcoin is the best collateral for crypto loans. Okay, I don't recommend anyone doing crypto loans or using Bitcoin as collateral. But when you when you're talking about collateral, it's got to have some value, okay? And people prefer w- w- the real thing. They prefer collateral for their loans, not not Ethereum. Now, and Ethereum is with the whole DeFi. Ethereum is with the whole DeFi uh, world. Is is. Based around apparently, but yet these people that are doing decentralized finance that are involved with involved with collateral, they want Bitcoin as their collateral. So that that speaks volumes there. And I'm not going to rip. On, I'm not ripping on Ethereum. I'm. This is a positive spin. Bitcoin is the real thing. People are using it as intense uh, collateral for these silly uh, financialization games that they are playing. <laughs> uh, finally, we're at the end of the show here. There is a site out there called. Uh, bitcoin introcom It's step-by-step Bitcoin learning. Okay, I'm ge- I give it a shot. It's it's uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, if if you're if you're if you want to teach someone, it's not as easy as it might appear. Some of the things are a little bit complex, and some newbies might be get get a little intimidated by some of the verbiage on there. But it's something to show. To, it's a step-by-step learning process. Some people like. Uh, step-by-step guides like that. And let me just make sure there is nothing. Oh, I almost forgot. Speaking of education, oh, God, this is, uh, this is, phew, I'm glad I did not skip this education link. This guy, uh, his name is Tom Lombardi. He says, thrilled, honored, and overwhelmed to be teaching digital asset finance uh, to Pepperdine University MBA students next semester looking to crypto twitter to provide feedback on my syllabus uh here's the plan so you guys can look at that i'm glad that this guy is in motion um the, the weird thing is that uh i mean mbas are <laughs> i i can see in the near future how like these evening mba programs that sell themselves on advertisements on on the radio and tv and and, and on the internet are gonna like hype themselves up by saying we're the best at the MBA. We're we going to teach you what is this digital asset? Uh, we're going to, to teach the MBA guys that are already paying tons and tons of money uh, to go to Pepperdine or whatever. You know, so why not give it to them? If they're already paying the money, give them this. Uh, it's better than some of the stuff. That it's, it's better than like learning uh, social social justice uh, compliance business law. <laughs> How to, how to bow down to the social justice warriors is better than that. So uh, it's, it's definitely a better course than that. And I'm sure we should be on a syllabus, uh, but it is free. It's out there and it is a good sign. Well, once this happens, this hasn't happened yet. When you start seeing advertisements for, for evening MBA programs or regular MBA programs saying, come learn here, pay us lots of money, and you will learn about Bitcoin, the hottest, latest thing. So keep, keep educating people any way you can. I'm going to keep educating people uh, with this channel, a new show every day. Pound that like button. All right, dudes. That, oh, wait, we got one. Oh, no, no more questions. No more. Any more questions? Going once, going twice. That is it. I'm going to go running soon. It's obviously the middle of the day here in Australia, in Adelaide, Australia. Thanks a lot, everybody. Yeah, you can make it through anything, people. You can make it through anything. And, of course, uh, shout out, and I will never forget my father, Mel Meister. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this is Meister. Remember, those squares that you see right there, spread the word on Twitter. I forgot to say that, TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-L-T. That's it, dudes. I'll say hi to all you dudes in the chat. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.